so last week on the podcast, Will, yeah, I think we kind of leaned into the kind of heel turn energy of the whole thing. Sure. And, you know, we were joking around. We were having a good time with it. Yeah. But it, it made me think. And I think I just want to be like a realer version of myself. Uh-huh. Even if, and, and even if some people don't like that, you know? Hmm. Um, I think that that's a really good way of conducting yourself publicly is to just be yourself, live your own values and your own truth. And if people don't like it, well, that's just the real world. Sometimes not everybody likes everybody. That's the thing is, well, the thing is, like, I feel like some of my opinions are a little bit controversial. Yeah. And I don't like, I want, and I don't want to piss anyone off. I don't want to make anyone angry. But like, there's like some things that like I feel like I need to get out. Yeah. And share. I, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might lose a few fans. Okay. You know, I might, but like, it, oh, wait, it just wait, needs wait, to wait, be wait, hold, 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 are you, you sure? Yeah, no, I'm yeah, sure. You're sure uh, I'm sure about this. All right, because like, I'm, I'm all for like speaking your truth and everything, man. But like, I, I mean, like you, you, you've had a lot of Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's been a long day, right? Uh, no, are I, you, are you sh- look, I'm you just sure? gonna get this. I just gotta get it out. I just okay. gotta say okay. it. All right, well, all right. Worst case scenario is we, 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 we cut it out. You know. All right. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna all go right. for it. Okay. I don't really care for David Bowie. <laughs> I don't think he's that good. I think his personality is a lot more interesting than his music. Okay, so <laughs> there. No, I figured you would have some feelings about it, but well, that's just kind of where I'm at. You know, I'm I'm tired of lying. I'm tired of because like all these people, they're going around like, oh, David Bowie's so good. Oh, he's like they gave him a whole fucking character on Venture Brothers, where he's like a shape shifting magical man. He's like, oh, he's so he's so influential. He's he's had his music is like it's so out there. No one's ever done anything. And then you listen to a fucking David Bowie song, and it's just like dance, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your Listen. stars are filled with dance. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> you talk. <laughs> like, so here's the thing. Like, all right, here's the thing. Is I think that that take is frankly ahead of its time. Okay. <laughs> I think that it's it's only a hot take right now. Right. But it's gonna be so. It's gonna be such a cold ass take <laughs> within the next two to three years. Right. Because Gen Z is gonna yeah, find themselves gonna find out about in, David Bowie. And then. No, no, they're they're gonna. First of all, right. young people have already started to be like, yeah, David Bowie, rock star from the seventies. We know what they were up to. We don't like them. <laughs> yeah. There's 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 already that vibe. But even without that vibe, there's the same thing happening with David Bowie on the horizon. I'm sure mm-hmm. that happened with the Beatles. And that is, if right. you're cool and edgy. Everybody's gotta know how much you fucking hate the Beatles. Right, but at least the Beatles are fun. Every time I listen to <laughs> David Bowie, I'm just like, I know that I'm not stupid, but like it's this is confusing me in a way where it's tricking me into thinking I am. Mm, <laughs> like interesting. I I, I, I I said that I wanted to start with something specific. You also said that there was something that you wanted to bring up. I'm gonna attend a timeshare presentation. Okay. I'm gonna do two of them. Okay. Because they said I had to go to two. <laughs> okay. But if I go to two, I I, I get I get six nights uh, at at at, at hotels where, wherever I choose. Okay, six which is nights. a classic timeshare scam. Yeah, six nights. And it's only four hundred dollars. There was literally a South Park episode about this. Four hundred dollars for for six nights. All I gotta do is go to two separate uh, one hundred and fifty minute timeshare uh, seminars. Right, three hundred minutes total. Yeah. Like what is that in hours? A lot. <laughs> like it's like at least five, five hours. Five together? hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Five hours. Okay. But I I get I get six nights at a hotel of my choosing for 
for only four hundred dollars. Cool. That's pretty. What led you to this decision? I was on a lot of mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was tripping pretty hard. It was four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> okay. and I had a really <laughs> intense emotional experience. Because I only knew that you made a decision on mushrooms, and then like we decided that you would tell the story on the podcast. Yeah. And it's very funny that it was a timeshare. It's a timeshare. <laughs> you signed up for two timeshare presentations listen, while I'm not on gonna, mushrooms. Listen, I'm not gonna buy a timeshare. <laughs> right. right. I'm not <laughs> like, bringing mushrooms with me. <laughs> well. I'm starting to say, I think maybe the solution, I think you have to go to these timeshare presentations, just fucking that's the tripping thing. balls. Dude, that's dude. the thing about fucking psilocybin, man. It's 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 an empathogen. Uh-huh. You know, it makes you feel more emotionally connected to the timeshare realtors who right. are trying to steal many, many dollars from you. I imagine that the concept of a timeshare when you're on mushrooms Whoa. is very interesting. Dude, what are we here to do on this <laughs> earth? If not share our time. time. It's a yeah, beautiful sign me up. <laughs> I like Boca Raton. That's Spanish for rat mouth. I'm all about that shit. It's so it's so funny to be like on mushrooms and like planning a fancy tropical vacation. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like very funny to like because you don't when you're on mushrooms you expect like oh you're gonna be like watching like like 2001 a Space Odyssey or like fucking listening to crazy music or yeah. like or like planning like a trip into the woods right or so but no it's like you're planning a timeshare to um. Boca Raton. <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, I'm not buying tripping. a timeshare. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> Right. I was just high on mushrooms when when I yeah you just were when you signed up right, right? I, like, I, listen I, w- I was making a reservation and they're like please stay on the line for a short survey and I was like oh that sounds like fun yeah I do a survey <laughs> and I I, I, I I stayed on the line for the survey and the guy who asked who who did the survey was very friendly and we like hit it off we were like cracking jokes having a great time um you know talking about our feelings you know uh, <laughs> it's just so good you know That's uh, so good uh, uh, and and uh, we really were have talking to a guy who's trying to sell you a time chair and he thinks he's having a real moment with you we were having <laughs> a real, real moment, moment. <laughs> we're having a very real moment right but the moment was just more real for him or more real for you more depending real on for how me. you depend to think about to try more to think real about for me man it was a very real experience. He didn't know you were on fucking mushrooms. Is I guess he, what I'm saying. No, he didn't. Okay. Um, he probably thought that I was an idiot. Right. Um, <laughs> that you were a rube who would be easy to trick. Yeah. And okay. you know what? I wasn't tricked. No. No. No, yeah, I can't imagine. I you made were. my no. decision. Okay. <laughs> and I don't regret it. Because you know what? Six hotels for $400? I plan on doing a lot of traveling. I I th- I think that that's a perfectly good. I think it's a good deal. Yeah, N- not that good. <laughs> what happened is I went to this uh, this like super insular, isolated uh, hippie festival that's been happening annually in the woods for the past fifty years uninterrupted. Like since nineteen sixty nine, it's been invite only. My buddy Rob, who plays trumpet uh, in my band, um, he's been inviting me for years, and I got I get there. I'm the only guy in all black. <laughs> Everybody's in tie-dye and right. short shorts and fucking, you know, they're tossing frisbees around and they've got hula hoops and it's just like rainbows everywhere and I pull up in my fucking Batmobile. I forgot about your fucking Mustang. <laughs> like, yeah. Like pulling up to this thing in a fucking Stang. Dude, the fucking... It's just all... Like, I'm imagining just nothing but VW buses. Like, it was... <laughs> like, it was a lot of RVs. You know, yeah, yeah. Which is the modern equivalent of a VW bus. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> the guy at the front said like, oh, you picked a really... 
a, a great off-road vehicle for the event and everything. <laughs> yeah, you're driving up dirt roads in the fucking stang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I run into Rob, and he says something about, you know, shining as bright as you can, which Rob is apt to do. This is, he's, he's just, he's way out there. Later right. on the night, he said something about the mycelium of the forest calling to us. <laughs> you know, he's just out there, you know? Yeah, no. Um, and uh, he, 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 he understood the assignment. Right. You know, he knows he knows what you're supposed to be doing there. Right. And <laughs> so, and I was just uh, I I was dressed in all black and I made some joke about not shining very bright because of it. It was a nothing little joke. It was a joke that you make to a friend you just ran into and probably aren't going to continue a conversation with for longer than a minute or two. Right. And he said something in response to me about how I embody the darkness. Right. <laughs> and that stuck with me for the rest of the fucking night. In a good way or a bad way? Oh, like, a terrible way. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 no. I walked around that place for like two hours thinking about how I embody the darkness and how I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and everybody around me is having this great communal event. Because he definitely meant it in a good way. Oh, I don't yeah. know this guy, but there's no way that he was like, you're you fucking goth piece of shit. Yeah. Why did I invite you to this? No, Rob only says, and uh, Rob doesn't say anything negatively. Right. So he meant that in a form of uh new age spiritualist um praise but i didn't like that <laughs> i didn't want to embody the darkness and uh, at the end of the night uh he he brought out the big sack of mushrooms and i wasn't gonna do it and then last minute i was like hey rob what did what did you mean by me embodying the darkness? I said that shit in front of everybody. <laughs> and, and he proceeded to explain a, to me. You know, and you, also, you told me that before, but I'm, I, I get you when you when you actually do say it like that. When you say I said, I said, that said shit in, fr in front of, of everybody. everybody. <laughs> it's very like, oh, what a Will Wood moment. <laughs> it's just like, I had to know. Like, before I ate this little mushroom, mushroom. He, he had. I had to know. So he explained to me what he meant and he, yeah. ma it, he made it clear it was a beautiful thing. And so I ate a little bit of mushroom. I then, um, over the course of the night, had a, 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 su a surprisingly strong emotional experience. And by the end of the night, the enormous fire at the center of the campgrounds, mm -hmm. I'm talking like uh, seven feet tall, enormous fire, had mostly burned to its core with the exception yeah. of a large piece of wood that resembled a pair of standing pants. Yes. And my friends and I all enjoyed the pants. We liked <laughs> the pants. We were pretty pro-pants. Then at one moment, I noticed its ankles were starting to burn. And I was like, fuck, no. <laughs> pants on fire. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> and I became furiously anti-pants. Because liar, liar, pants for hire. I will not support a liar's pants. A liar's pants must burn. And I so kicked them into the fire. And everybody went, no, Will, the pants! And I said, I'm sorry, I need to change my life. <laughs> Anyway, now I'm going to a timeshare presentation in Boca Raton. <laughs> Jay 
funny to imagine the things you're connected. As like, as as you're like, <laughs> they you're, are. You're like, you're riding the high of like, I fucking kicked those pants into the fire. The fucking liar is dead. I'm my true self now. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding. Would you like a timeshare? Why yes, I would. <laughs> This is the fucking new me, baby. I'm going to Boca Raton. <laughs> oh, jeez. So that's that's been my big week and a half. Yeah. Um. Everybody, I, everybody's <laughs> listening to this right now. You, you, I need to tell you something about Chris Dunn. Right. Chris Dunn is a very good friend. Oh, I, and 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 I I just I feel like everybody needs to know this. People need to know this trait about you. Okay, people because I think because you're aloof and detached and distant publicly. Right. You know your 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 emphasis your focus is so much more on humor and that's good, but people don't know that you're a very kind-hearted man <laughs> and they need to know that and i can see you score I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm like reclined fully in this chair but like this chair is very unstable so like i can't move now and so like i'm just <laughs> trapped here while you're doing this to me <laughs> <laughs> and because <laughs> yeah you're reclined backwards while i'm like standing over you <laughs> yeah, you're looking like, into your eyes right, you're, and telling you how special you are to me <laughs> Yeah, and you're kind of like also I don't know what this adds to it, but you're you're standing in like the threshold of an open closet. Yeah, and that's it just adds a weird and like and you're now like you're like dance. you live in there and like you're we, it's there's it's, a little there's a little bit of a happy birthday, Mister President vibe right. here. <laughs> and so uh, everybody should know, Chris Dunn is a very good friend. Uh, he knew that I was going through it, and he sent me a cake. <laughs> he sent me a cake. I didn't ask him to send me a cake. He was like, "It's your birthday. Have a cake." <laughs> and a cake arrived at my door. And it was bad. Yeah, it, was, it apparently was not a very good cake. But the thought very much counted. I and tried so, to find the cake that was the most like platonic ideal birthday cake that I could find. You, did, you failed, was, unfortunately. Uh, it was too fancy. Apparently. It was very fancy. Yeah. Which means it was probably an expensive cake. You didn't get me a... a it like was, a, it like was a, you know, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but it was... <laughs> <laughs> I probably... I was like, I, I was like, I could probably get Will a cake for $30. No. Oh my like, God, really? It was, it, was, it was probably like 50 bucks. It's Holy shit, dude. I door dashed it to you. There's oh, like a bunch of extra man. shit. Okay, well, I did eat most of it. Okay. I, I, I said I, I didn't finish it and I threw a lot of it away. I don't want... I, I, it's fine. I did it mostly for the gesture. It, the gesture I just, was... I just wanted to make sure that you didn't feel alone. I texted you saying <laughs> that I that I cried a little bit. <laughs> I did. I was I was choking up. That's very sweet. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I helped. It was like one of the sweetest things anybody's ever done to me. Uh, and everybody should know that, that, that Chris Dunn is a good person who cares about people and does nice things for his friends when they need him. So, anyway... Fucking piece of shit. You fucking, you fucking small dick motherfucker. You fucking... The fucking fuck your mom, dude. The fucking, I don't, I didn't even like saying that. <laughs> I've I've met your mother and she seems nice. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh. I feel like maybe it's time to answer a couple of questions. I think that would be a good move. I think it would be a great move. Want to get into that? Yeah. Welcome everybody to life in the world to come. I'm Will Wood. I'm Chris Dunn. And we're here to answer your questions about how to survive the apocalypse. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna launch into this here. This is uh this is from Sam. Sam says, "What's up? Hope you're freaking reading this. I don't have a question, sorry, but I'm high and wanted to send an email and you can't stop me." <laughs> is that what you think, Sam? Is that what you fucking think? Is that what you think? You think I haven't tracked your IP address already? <laughs> I want you to do me a favor, Sam. Walk over to your freezer. What's in there? 
What do you think's in your freezer, Sam? I bet you're getting pretty tense right now thinking about what might be in your freezer. Is it your dog? <laughs> Is it your dead dog, Sam? Maybe. Is it your sister? Your wife? Your mom? Relax, Sam. You opened the freezer, didn't you? There's nothing in there. There's nothing in your freezer, Sam. Yet. <laughs> but here's the thing, Sam. I hacked your fucking webcam. I've been watching you this whole time, tracking your reactions as I list, uh, listed off all those different possibilities, Sam. And now I know which one of those would hurt you the most. <laughs> Never speak to me out of the side of your mouth again, Sam. Holy shit. Our next question. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, somebody posted on Tumblr uh, a <laughs> screenshot of uh, them uh, asking uh, you if they could give me a little kiss and you <laughs> responding with just the phrase blocked in your email. That's I never respond to emails. Yeah. That was like the only, uh, that might be the only email I've ever like actually responded to. That's, I really appreciate that. I figured that that's how you would, would have felt about it. That's so. how I would have personally responded. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even. How do you even do that on Gmail? I don't think you can. I don't know. No. Yeah, you can probably just set it to go straight to spam. But like, I read my spam folders. I've uh, just started telling. Because I really want to uh, know how to have a fourteen and a half inch dick. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. You want to. You want to get those in there. I want to learn. You know. Right so now? I read my spam folders. <laughs> right. I'm. I'm here to. I'm here to meet some singles in my area. <laughs> we should answer another question. We should probably do. Because that one been, wasn't a question. We've been recording for a long. time. That was just me being like. Uh, Fuck you to someone who thought that they got one. It's not even, this is probably like a fucking 12 year old who's like. It's so, you just threatened to kill a 12 year old boy's mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, or they're like, you know, or like their dog or their sister, you yeah. know. Yeah. Or we're, we're gonna, I'm going to look back on the recording that I made later, you know, mm -hmm. when this comes out, and I'm going to see what affected them the most, and we'll right. go from there. But like, uh, yeah. You know, if they, if only if they email me again. All right, let's find, let's find some questions here. Woo! Ooh, this is a good question. All right. Okay. This is an interesting question. All right. I've got I've got some good energy going. I'm doing another it dance, and I'm oh, actually, getting myself this... pumped up a little bit. <laughs> this I'm is energizing myself. I'm getting in the zone. I have need to pee energy. Let's okay, do good. It. I, I'm, I am considering the context a little bit of our lives right now, and this might add an interesting spin to this, but... Okay. Uh, hello, guys. What will grieving look like in the world to come? <laughs> 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 we'll just spin uh, <laughs> We'll just in a real ass mid-take with a bunch of Mountain Dew. It almost got on me. <laughs> uh, it's on the microphone. <laughs> what's uh, what's grieving gonna look like in the world to come? So good. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna look fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's gonna look so much better. Well, and you know what? I'm, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> but here's that. You know what? You know what's good? It, it's actually it, it, that's very much true. Yeah. Because every time a person dies in the world to come, that's one less person you got to compete with. That's true. Every time a person dies, it's like good. I get to eat more at dinner today. Right. A I don't have to share my meals anymore. Right. A funeral won't just be a play, a time and place where people get together to mourn the loss of this person. And it's also not going to be a quote-unquote celebration of their life or whatever no. shit makes them feel better for moping. You're not going to be grieving their death. You're not going to be celebrating their life. You're going to be celebrating their death. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of like a Dia de los Muertos sort of vibe in the right. sense that we're going to see skeletons everywhere and we're going to be happy about it. Right. It's going to be like, yeah, thank fucking Christ this guy's oh, gone. Oh, hell yeah, skeletons. <laughs> You're just going to be like thinking, it, you know, you because it's going to be... It's going to be like close quarters. You're going to be sharing shit. You're going to have a lot more to complain about with the people around you. Yeah. So it's like when a person dies, you're just like, oh, thank God. Like, fuck, I don't have to like. Uh, there won't be somebody with a spear chasing me. Right. <laughs> fucking fucking Phil was always chasing me with spears. Yeah. Thank God. That'll be your eulogy. I'm going to piss on his corpse. That's part of it. It's yeah. a whole part of the ritual. They're still going to have open caskets in they the world to come. They take turns, yeah. So that people can take turns peeing on you. Right. <laughs> it's you like- know? There'll be, there'll be somebody giving their eulogy saying like, Phil was a complicated man who was always chasing me with a spear. Right. <laughs> Unzip, piss on the corpse. <laughs> Next. Right. Someone is going to come up there and is like, you know, you know, Phil was just like a such such a special part of my life. Like he just like he was always there for me when I needed. And then like a guy with a fucking with a fucking uh, glaive is gonna come out from nowhere and fucking cut your head off. I don't know because that's a not what this is, is for. It's like kind of like a spear, but with like a longer blade. Okay, it's like a fucking love crazy it. weapon. I love that. It's an insane weapon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like it's. Okay. A guy with a glaive is just gonna rush on and fucking disembowel you, right? Because this is this is not what this is about, right? Yes, uh-huh. you're not gonna miss people. No, Th- you're not gonna you're not gonna have somebody go up to a microphone and ding- and do like a fucking acapella of Danny Boy. No, you're you're going to blast Oingo Boingo's <laughs> dead man's party, <laughs> right? And we're, you're gonna dance around a big fire and then burn them on it. You're you're gonna you're gonna walk up to that casket. You're gonna place the shittiest flower you can find on their chest. <laughs> You're gonna lean down there and whisper, "Guess who had the last laugh, motherfucker? <laughs> Not you." That's it's just you're gonna be able to just say things. I win, right? <laughs> like you know, when when somebody close to you passes and you think to yourself, "All the things that I never said," mm-hmm. um, like you eat know, ass. What? Like eat ass. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> a a funeral in the world to come will be a bunch of people getting together to say all the things that they never said to this person who died. Right. And do so not just to honor their memory. Right. Like you know, a life is about so much more than just the good parts of it, mm-hmm. right? And like and and, and funerals Ultimately, they're not about the person who died. No. They're about the people who come to them. You know, right. it's about processing those feelings, and it's yeah. just about processing those feelings in a more realistic way, right? Right. Like you're not you're not going to be as attached to the people around you. They're fucking dragging you down. They're yeah. dead weight. You mm-hmm. know. Let's say you lose somebody who you do care about in the world to come. It's right. not like we'll be all living without any love or affection. Yeah. In the world that is, you you plan the funeral when you lose somebody that you love. In the world to come, you try and stop it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's, it's, you're, you have to. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, if you catch wind that they're having a funeral for your dad. Right. You got You get, get your gun. You go in there guns blazing. Because funerals are all about besmirching. Right. It's, in the world to come. Funerals are, a, are an act of, like you're, you're, you're on the move. You're fucking moving across the wasteland. Someone dies. The best you're going to do is fucking put them in a hole in the ground and keep going. You don't have right. time to grieve. Right. So if you hear people are coming around for that kind of thing. You know, it's not going to be respectful. No, and, it and you means, have to you have to defend your father's honor. And it means your father had a lot of enemies, right? And that's the great thing. 
If there's a funeral scheduled for your father, it means that all of your father's enemies are going to be in one place, besmirching him. Oh, that's not so true. only is that something that you should not stand for, but also it's a golden opportunity for vengeance and to remove your own enemies from the picture. So here's my advice, ladies uh-huh. and gentlemen. Yeah. Your dad dies. Yeah. Put a fucking bomb in him. <laughs> Fucking cut open your dad and shove a That's fucking a bomb. Great in there. idea. Because when the bandits come and take your father's body to have mm-hmm. an angry funeral at him, uh huh, and pee on his corpse, uh huh, he's gonna blow him up. He's gonna fucking you're gonna put a pee activated bomb in your dad. You will destroy <laughs> so many enemies with your fucking piss activated blow bomb. these dudes' dicks right off, dude. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I think that that's like, that's, that's like, you're, I think your goals are either stop the funeral from happening or see it as an advantage. Vintage, right. See it as an opportunity to destroy your father's enemies that are likely also yours. Here's an interesting question hmm? Does your father have a lot of enemies? Right. Are those enemies also your enemies? How old is your father? Is right. your father sickly? How much time does your father have left anyway? Right. Maybe talk to your father about whether or not it's time to fucking finish things once and for all. <laughs> you know? He can either he can either wither away and die like a fucking dog in the street. Right. Or his death can fucking mean something. And he can swallow a bomb. Fucking feed your dad a bomb consensually. Right. And that's the la- and, that, and that's going to be a beautiful moment between you and he as yeah. he departs this mortal coil, knowing that he will be the instrument of his enemy's destruction. Right, because his enemies will want to besmirch him so badly. Mm-hmm. You can you can use that to your advantage. Um, so grieving is going to look like war. Right, grieving is going to look like conflict, like like blood, like pee activated bombs blowing up in your daddy's stomach. And and you and you might be thinking it's like okay, well, how am I going to process all of these negative emotions, all this like all this like grief and sadness after my dad dies? Fucking by killing all his enemies, right? Exactly. It's fucking classic That's shit. That's your funeral, <laughs> yeah. and then you can have your friends over to celebrate your. F- and have have besmirchful funerals for all the bodies that you've laid waste to right. around your father's exploded casket. Imagine all, all the corpses you're going to get to piss on. There's so many funerals all <laughs> at once. It's going to be great. It's going to be a funeral bonanza. <laughs> You'll get to besmirch and grieve. <laughs> honestly, it's a better system than we have now. I think it is, honestly. Once you we just get go to in a- there, you say a bunch of words, it doesn't really mean anything. It's not the same as killing the man who uh, besmirched the name of your father. Right. The guy who who uh, oh god how did he besmirch bes- 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 our dad's name? Uh, he called he called him gay. <laughs> he fucking the guy the, the guy <laughs> guy called your dad gay once in 1978. Yeah, <laughs> and now he's gonna <laughs> and now he'll pay. <laughs> and now the best way to grieve your father's death is watching your, your father's bone fragments fucking explode <laughs> through that guy's skull. That's how you fucking process. That's how you get closure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you think this is what he would have wanted. I think Because it was. He said so. He told you to do it. There's going to be a little in-between uh, time where culturally this is all developing. And so we're going to see a lot of like uh, a lot of funerals uh, be a really bad time. During that transitional period, while we try to, de- while we end up developing the cultural norm where funerals are celebrations of the people we hate and uh, celebrations of their deaths. So there's going to be a lot of like angry people at funerals right. in the days to come. <laughs> a lot of people going like, I really didn't like that guy. I got to go to his funeral. <laughs> and, you know, I blame TikTok. 
I I think really that that it's it's just people are just spending too much time indoors and not having good emotional and interpersonal connections and you know I think that they're uh, they're getting angrier over little things and they end up going to each other's funerals just to shit on them and it's like what was that fucking gee whiz and you know, then they film it for clout and it's like not cool but that ends up turning into a beautiful thing later on there was like I can't remember what it was and I might be like making up elements of it but there mm-hmm. was like some TikTok challenge at one point might have even been like a fucking vine challenge back in the day of just it was just like of just like where you would like i don't remember what it was called but the challenge was to like run up to a random stranger on the street and punch them in the back of the head as hard as you can that's like Hmm. two steps away from the funerals that we're describing yeah it's like we're the society we're there as a society the funeral challenge is going to be one (laughs) of the funeral challenge (laughs) yeah no it's gonna this whole new thing is gonna start as a tiktok challenge yes people on tiktok are just gonna start showing up at funerals beating the shit out of people and pissing on corpses (laughs) and eventually that's just gonna be what funerals are right (laughs) and and <laughs> See for and and there's going to be an interim period wherein the pews at a church at a funeral will be divided in two. We'll have the mourners <laughs> on one side and and the clout chasers and and TikTokers on the yeah. other. And they all have like football they have like football fan makeup on and right. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like really they're wearing wearing matching colors. Viking helmets. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, they're big foam fingers, big foam, big foam, big foam fingers. One that says "fuck Jerry" and the other one that says "Jerry was pretty good." (laughs) 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 The mourners and scorners is what they'll call them. Yeah, yeah, the mourners, the mourners and the scorners. And at first, it'll be the mourners go first, just out of respect for the loved ones who remain. And the mourners will will say their peace and they'll say their farewell, and you know they'll give a little smooch on the open casket forehead, and you know go ahead and. Um, and they'll cry in a corner or whatever. And then the scorners will come and they'll, they'll also be able to take turns walking by and doing whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, making out with your dead dad's body, <laughs> slapping yeah, them, just like pissing fucking, on them, just like fucking with his nipples. <laughs> maybe like, maybe, maybe stealing them, you know, he's yeah. dead. Just fucking slitting off his nipples with of a course. little switchblade, and then <laughs> you've been stealing his nipples. Yeah, 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 I yeah. You've yeah, yeah. stealing the body altogether. No, just just the nipples. Right. Just, just. Well, because if you try to steal the body, somebody else is gonna be like, "Hey, I didn't get my turn or, yet." Yeah, no, exactly. I wanted to beat him up too. Well, you want to slice off a little souvenir for yourself? Then yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just save those ronies for later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, take a finger, take them home, piss on that when it gets when you get mad. You know. <laughs> like, you ever think about Jerry and you're like, ah, fuck Jerry. And then you take out your little glass case where you keep his nipple. <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and then you, you, you put him in your shower and you pee just, on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just kind of stick, you pull a suction cup on the back of it and just kind of <laughs> stick it to the wall of the shower. Yeah, the whole system. <laughs> That'll be sometime in the next four years at most. Um, after the bombs start to fall. Um, society will change an enormous amount very quickly. And um, that'll be one of the first things that we see is the mourners and scorners thing start to develop. Yeah. Uh, develop. And within weeks, yeah, it'll be it'll be bonkers. It'll be bonkers. It's going to be fucking chaos. It'll be Oingo Boingo's dead man's party. And, you know, and the scorners do eventually win. You know, they win out yeah. eventually. Yeah. And it'll be all about scorning. And it'll all be about scorning. And then you just have to stop the funeral. You right. Know? Or use it to your advantage. Right. Yeah, exactly. To kill the scorners who besmirch your father. 
we gotta we gotta bring vengeance back into popular culture, right? You know, we gotta like the, you know, back in my day, you weren't really a man until you avenged your father's death, right? And I can't remember the last time I talked to a fucking Gen Zer who has fucking spent their time training their fucking mind and body mm. to kill the man who shot their, shot his father. It's so these fucking Zoomers are so goddamn entitled. I, it's weird. I have like developed a strange sort of like oppositional defiant disorder with. Uh, kids yeah with like anyone honestly under the age of 25 yeah like i misspelled the title of a recent episode mm-hmm. it was supposed to be knocked hard but i forgot hard yeah and i was gonna change it right but then i saw one person on the youtube version of it commenting saying like oh, chris you gotta hire a spell checker you keep messing these up and i made a silent vow never to correct a spelling mistake right. ever again yeah <laughs> it's like it, there it's all it's only first drafts from Honestly, now on i think that that's <laughs> like, brilliant yeah i'm just not fucking fuck you dude at first I shut was, the fuck up at first i was like chris maybe you maybe you do want to double check your spelling more often <laughs> and then i was like no Fuck it. We should do more typos yes. just for fun. Wouldn't that be edgy and fun and silly and funny? And then I realized, no. <laughs> the truly subversive mm-hmm. thing to do is to not care at all. That's And, that's and to where genuinely just yeah. allow <laughs> like, there to be spelling errors that are genuine and real. Yeah, I'm not going to fake it. Like I'm not. Right. I'm not gonna like go in there misspelling stuff. But like if I do, fuck. I'm just not gonna because I know it. Bo- that's why it is. Is because it's like, oh, you don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like it when I spell it wrong. You oh, oh, too. Oh, I'm so sorry. Dude, <laughs> just like you knew what I said. There was a whole discussion about it in the Discord, and half of them were like, oh, fuck. It says cocked. <laughs> like no I one didn't knew. Noti- I didn't notice either. I did. I clearly I didn't notice. It out. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and fucking yes, you spelled it wrong. You didn't read it wrong, so th- you didn't spell it wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of a, yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of, I, I fucking hate semantics. Yeah. I hate it when people are like, here's what you meant because of what you said. It's like, well, do you did it feel like I was saying that? No. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, have, I, ha- I have to pee. Okay, let's do a quick, let's do a quick pee-pee break and maybe do commercials. Oh, yeah. Ad break. <laughs> Okay, and we're rolling. Boy, do I wish that we had been rolling a few moments before. Uh, we, we did a great bit about the Irish troubles. About the Irish troubles. We were just talking about our family life. And like, and that part we don't need to get into. Yeah. But we were talking about just like, I think like a really great way. Uh, uh, well, you said this. Yeah. And so I, I think I think a really great way of, uh, of, of explaining Irish culture is the fact that they called their civil war the troubles. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> Oh, you know, (laughs) like my whole family starved and my fucking grandma died in a car bomb. There's a bit of trouble there for a little bit. Uh, What are you going to do, though? It's a little troubling. It's like if you you just call it some problems, you know? I spent my teenage years slitting the throats of the bloody fucking English. It was a a troubles for a little bit there. Just a bit of trouble. Just a spot of trouble. It was a bummer. (laughs) It was, bummer. Yeah, no, it was the bummers. Yeah, the bummers. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the bummers. <laughs> it's, it's just, I, I love that because it really is like, you know, just seeing the spirit of Irish Catholicism just hovering in the ether right. of my household <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and having been passed down from generation to generation. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, they would call they would a call civil war. The trouble. Yeah, what are they going to complain? Yeah, <laughs> like, what, are they, what are they going to do? Talk about their feelings? Right, no, life is hard. That's what makes it interesting. You right? know, I mean, like, also just like, just like 
like a sense that it would be wrong to tell you that this war isn't just a bummer. Right. <laughs> it would right. be wrong. I don't want to freak you out. Right. So like, it's the troubles. You know, oh, you know, I'm scraping by. It's don't worry <laughs> like, about me. It's just some troubles. I still got some shrapnel in my leg, but I don't want to complain about it none. It, it, there's there's still a little bit in there. And I, I think it's just a, a, a strangely beautiful thing yeah. because I've struggled my whole life between that. We're going to call this war a bummer. <laughs> and also... Uh, the fact that on my other half I'm a Jew, which if there's one thing we're known for, is it's re- saying it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Irish folk is, and you know that's a, that's a kind of an honest. This honestly, that's kind of a beautiful piece of symmetry because the other half of my family is German, who are also known for saying it. Right, but they're not so different well, after well, all. Because you know, <laughs> well, you know, they're saying very different things. <laughs> Because the Jews are saying, like, oh, my sciatica's acting up. And the Germans are saying, we should kill that guy. Right, exactly. It's like, you have sciatica, your body is flawed. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The Irishman, he doesn't complain about the sciatica. He says, yeah. Yeah, no one even fucking knows that the Irishman has sciatica. Right. Because he'll fucking, he would rather be miserable his whole life than tell anyone. Right. Than just talk to one doctor and get it fixed. The Jew will tell you his legs are, are on fire. And he can't, he <laughs> yeah. can't sit. He can't stand. What am I gonna do? It hurts so bad. And the German says we should, we should kill him. Oh, well, in, in all honesty, what the German says is like, actually, I've lived my life in such a way for the past twenty five years that there is no way I could ever possibly get sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like. <laughs> It's and like, you should I, honestly, know that. Honestly, I don't think you would have sciatica either if you just did everything that I do. And I don't know why <laughs> like, you don't. Right? Yes, <laughs> exactly that. Well, <laughs> like, why don't you just why don't you just live your life entirely different? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Solve the problem. Yeah, and with that tone too, it's just kind of like this like mild like put off confusion. <laughs> <laughs> just like what? <laughs> like you don't wake up at five in the morning every day to like. <laughs> Do a series of exercises specifically designed to d- designed to prevent sciatica. Right. Well, then you kind of deserve your sciatica, if I'm being honest. Uh, uh, and, and you know, like, it, but the the strange thing is, is that in my Jewish blood is my German blood. Um, you know, uh, my ancestors. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, your ancestors killed mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, technically, they didn't. My grand. I said that my grandpa got you, out you of there know, before the weird stuff that. happened. You keep saying that. My grandpa was out. But you keep time. saying that. <laughs> I do keep saying that, you, you know, and that's, <laughs> you know, and I, I choose to believe it. No, look, but... no, my ancestors didn't kill your ancestors. My ancestors, brothers and sisters killed your uh, ancestors. Okay. So it's like, like a full fox and the hound yeah, situation. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, okay. You know, I don't have to apologize for what my grandpa did. I have to apologize for what my great uncle did. Right. Okay. <laughs> like that's, you know, so, so I've, I've German got. German family photo albums are weird. <laughs> They're fucking, I've said this on the podcast before. But you're just flipping through stuff, and you're like, that guy's got an eagle pinned to his chest. That guy's got an eagle pinned to his chest. Huh. <laughs> like, uh, scroll. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, scroll up a little bit. Oh, I don't like how people reacted to it. <laughs> but it was, uh, hello, Will and Chris. What's, what are the sins I can and should commit in the world to come? Well, we can certainly first uh, scratch sloth off the list. We can scratch sloth off the list. You don't Absolutely. want sloth. No, you do not. Gluttony is also, glut- okay, so like, okay. First, mm-hmm. gluttony is a very interesting one because it can be something of a double-edged sword. True. You don't want to be like burning through your supplies too quickly. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to want to need some moderation there, but a gluttonous attitude might help you. You want to like, be a blood glutton. Right. You want to be a blood glutton. 
Blood glutton. <laughs> you want to be a blood glutton? You want to be a, a blood, blood glutton. glutton. Blood glutton sounds like the name of a black metal band. It does. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but being a blood glutton is a good thing. Being a glutton for violence, right? You know, you don't want to. You don't want to be uh, just like eating all of your fucking MREs at the same time. But you want the energy of someone who would. Right. right, like you want to embody the kind of person who would eat all of their MREs in one sitting, but then right. you just don't do that. You okay, know? And yeah, you, and you take that energy mm-hmm. and you apply it to the rest of your life. Right, you know what I mean? Yes, consume. Right, right now you may choose to try to um, uh, avoid overindulging your appetite at home uh, to watch your waistline so that you don't get a, a, a sick tummy, um, so that you don't feel sluggish the next day. Mm-hmm. And in the world to come, you may choose to do so so that you don't burn through your supplies too quickly mm-hmm. or slow yourself down when you're right. running through the wastes. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be plenty of times where you're going to have a whole guy right. dead in front of you. And he's going to go bad. You better eat them all. You better eat them all. You got to have that fucking hunger in you. Right. You got to you got you got to be willing. You don't want to eat anything and everything, but you right. have to be willing to eat anything. Exactly. And you don't want to be a slave to your sinful nature. Yeah. But you need to be willing to indulge it and ready to indulge it when the time arises. This, I've been thinking about this a lot, right? Yeah. Like there's all these like we spend so much time trying to like block out our feelings. Mm-hmm. We try to like there's all this like all these like instincts that we try to get rid of. But here's the thing. You're the product of a couple billion years of evolution. Yeah. You know, everything that happens in your mind to some extent is a tool that your body uses to keep surviving. Right. You know, you that fucking glut that fucking urge that you have to fucking eat your neighbors. Mhm. There that the re- there's some that didn't come from nowhere right there is some tiny little like fucking evolutionary process in your brain going that like you gotta eat your neighbors yeah so that you can so that you're fucking fucking you got all that fat you, you need gotta, for the way hold on you said what what urge to do what eat your neighbors to eat your your, your neighbors yeah it's a natural urge it's y- 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 Look me in the eye and tell me you never once looked at your neighbor and thought, what would you look like fucking sautéed with a little bit of butter? When when we were walking uh, mm-hmm. uh, down the hallway earlier yeah. and we passed my neighbor's open door, you mm-hmm. you you gave her a look and I, I assumed it's it's because like you thought she was like cute or something. I got, I got salivated a little bit. I won't lie. It's, it was, we had just had a little bit peckish. We had just had lunch. Well, it's not about that. Chris, it's not about hunger. Hmm. That's the po- that's and that's the point of gluttony. Will <laughs> you know? It's not that I need to eat my neighbors. Uh-huh. You know, it's that I want to eat my neighbors. Right, but it's and like, that's going to serve me in the world to come. I think. It, yeah, I, I'm doing a weird thing. No, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm into doing it, a weird I'm into thing. it though. Okay, I'm, I'm on the well, same page. With I don't you. know how to get you into know? it though because you're, no, you're 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 playing the foil to my character. It works within the scene, but I, it's not a traditional. It wouldn't doesn't work within traditional improv rules. But I was the thing about say, that is that you know once you get to a certain once you're experts like us, you can kind of evolve. You know, you mm, can kind yeah. Of no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's like no, because I, I want a yes and, but <laughs> like, the only way I can yes and is by right now, I guess, saying no. Well, yeah. Well, somebody has to be the straight man. Okay, all right. Sometimes no works. So so for once, you're gonna be the straight one. Okay. That's right. I'm saying you're usually gay. <laughs> right. That's that's the that's a pretty good drug. Thanks, dude. Happy Pride it's Month. Nobody's everybody. ever made that. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so no, I'm gonna be the straight man for once. Is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Gotta eat your neighbors. You know. I... <laughs> yeah. Can we still do the bit after talking about it for a minute and a half? <laughs> Is it like? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, honestly, dude, eating my neighbors, like chopping them up into little bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm straight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> chopping my neighbors up into little bits and eating them. Sounds kind of gay. <laughs> In this day and age, I'm the straight man, <laughs> and kinda, hi, it's me, Will Wood, the straight man. I'm the straight man. I relate every conversation I have back to my <laughs> my traditional sexuality. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, man, but fucking eating my neighbor, like I don't know, it's like is he a dude? Because like. <laughs> I'm straight. I I'm the so. straight man. I <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I think my point is that look, you gotta like you you do you should you eat your neighbors? Pro- probably not. Nah, it'd be pretty gay, dude. It would be it would be fucking gay as hell, and <laughs> you shouldn't sorry. do it. Right. <laughs> it's like happy God, happy pride. Um, <laughs> just like um, <laughs> you gotta. Um. <laughs> And if you want to eat your neighbors, don't necessarily feel bad about that. That's no. a fucking tool. That's a billion years of evolution being like, you know, use the resources that you have. Which is why you it's need... It's a natural instinct. Which is why you need wrath, too. Mm. You need that wrath. You gotta have wrath. You gotta have that wrath you in you. You can't have people walking all over you. No, sirree. No, you gotta... You gotta somebody fucking bumps your shoulder on the street. Mm-hmm. You fucking you fucking suplex them right then then and there. Okay, so what what sins do we think we shouldn't commit in the world to come? Because it really, for the most oh, part, does seem like yeah, it's kind of just we kind of just flip topsy turvy, flip the whole thing. Well, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's sinning like, is kind of necessary. I think it was at the beginning there was one that we said maybe I don't not. know all like, the uh, sins. There's um, there's a, I would assume seven of them. Seven deadly sins aren't all the sins. Yeah. Think maybe instead about the Ten Commandments. Mm. Let's go through the Ten Commandments. Okay. And we'll talk about... And we'll talk about which ones of them are bullshit. Right, exactly. That's the way <laughs> like, to go. Okay. Go. All right. Number one, you shall have no other gods before me. Feels a little needy. Yeah. Right off the bat, feels kind of needy. You want to get as many gods as you can get. I'm, I'm looking at uh, commandment number two, which is yeah. uh, you shall not make idols. And I actually agree with that one. I think the yeah. music industry is pretty fucked up. I think what they do to that, those kids is wrong. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's so that's good. I think it was yeah. very prescient for them to think of two thousand years ago. You never see them come out the other side not fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, know, you, you, like you turn your whole life into a fucking commodity, and then like you know, you think of yourself that way. You're not a person. You're a product, and that sticks with you. You, if you can't talent. raise a child that way. Right. It destroys any chance they have of developing a coherent and cohesive personal like self image and yeah. identity. Yeah. You know, it's just like a recipe for BPD. Right. Which know? is why Millie Bobby Brown is so weird now. We don't have is to include weird that. Now? <laughs> I don't know. I get the impression that she is. <laughs> we can assume, right? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? That is a totally unfair thing for me to say. That is. It's okay. She's not listening. <laughs> I, I I have this weird thing where like I I'll like certain celebrities. Right. It's like I'll just get a feeling. Like mm-hmm. I'll just look at them and I'm like, you are not okay. And like <laughs> and. I, and I just assume that everyone else sees it, and I'll I'll say something like, "Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown's fucking weird," and people would be like, "Why?" And I'm like, ah, 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 just, "Just like I don't know, just like a vague sense." Just well, she probably is. Like I said, it's impossible for them to come out the other side of that shit not a little fucked up. Yeah, which is very sad. Fucking fucking uh fucking Noah Schlapp has killed before, and he'll do it again. <laughs> You look into that guy's eyes. That's the eyes of a stone cold killer. <laughs> Noah Schlapp has never felt guilt before in his whole life. See, it's fun because with him, it's definitely a joke. Right. <laughs> I love that. Right. I love the thought of a murderous Noah, Noah Schlapp. Schlapp. 
I would like we and it kind of kills the joke to say it while the mics are running. Fair. But can we just agree that Noah Schlapp is an enemy of the podcast? Sure. Can, can we just yeah. can we spend the rest of our careers you know bullying this young man? Let's okay, but we have to agree on how his name is pronounced then. Right. Because you've been saying Schlapp, and I'm ninety percent sure it's Schnapp. <laughs> it's like but Schlapp is Schlapp is funny. Schlapp like, is very good. So I think we're going with Schlapp. Schlapp. <laughs> So, Noah Schlapp, we're coming for you. We know what you fucking did, Schlapp, and you've gotten away from it. <laughs> gotten away with it for too long. You fucking, how do you, you, fu- you fucking sleep, you, you, you fucking sleep with one eye open, motherfucker. Yeah. You Watch fucking, your back, Schlapp. You fucking guiltless piece of shit. You fucking remorse, <laughs> you fucking remorseless, remorseless psychopath. Look, the look, things you've done, Schlapp. <laughs> How do you look at yourself in the fucking mirror? <laughs> and not just because of the haircut. I know that's not your fault. I'll that's be not. honest. It's fucked up that Netflix did that to you. For, it is. For so yeah. many years. You know what? <laughs> it's like, and you know, <laughs> make, you know, uh, making idols is an act of child abuse. Making an idol and putting one in that haircut for during its formative ent- years. For his whole adolescence. His entire adolescence. Going from boy to man with that haircut yeah. is abuse. Yeah, <laughs> that like is absolutely abuse. that to a kid. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what haircut he has in between shootings of, shooting Stranger Things. I, I can, the, You will yep. always have that haircut. In that, that abuse is, has still occurred, and it's occurred in front of millions. I think that is the tragedy of Schlapp. <laughs> Is that like without that haircut, you'd be a pretty good looking kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be a pretty good looking guy. Yeah. But he does unfortunately have that haircut. Yeah. And he and and also if I remember the, the fucking way that they dressed him too. Just like no, he's, like the polo shirt and like the pants that were like up like almost to his fucking nipples. Yeah. Just like they make they they are not doing slap any flavors they, at all. They <laughs> like they really like they tried to keep <laughs> Will Byers twelve. <laughs> Even yeah, when Noah like, Schlapp was like, I don't know, 33? I don't know how old he is now. But he looks like a man like a now. He's a 45-year-old man. He's like, looking kind of old. He was the like, baby-faced one, and now he looks like an adult. Yeah, he's like 11 feet tall. Like, yeah. He's like, he's a huge dude. But they tried to keep him minuscule and right. baby, and That's you can't do like, that with the clothing. Like, he, had, he fucking glue up. He like shot up a bunch of inches. He's like His face coalesced into something that I feel like people could find attractive. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, we can't have this. Yep. He's the fucking loser character. Right. No. <laughs> like He needs to be fucking gross which they succeeded because now he looks like mad tv's steward like (laughs) it's not good um you know so uh you you shall not yeah we both looked at the ten commandments and we're like oh right that's you shall not murder (laughs) we're on to you you fucking you fucking sick son of a bitch um as as a commandment for the world to come number six you shall not murder yeah, well, that yeah, one you that's definitely want to break. That you, you can't be doing that. Quit. You, know. you start sinning now, because mm-hmm. don't worry about that commandment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just that's just how you get through the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, for fun and utility, murder. Yeah. Murder is important. Just get you know? on with it. Number eight, shall not steal. Fuck that. Fuck that. Steal what you need. What they're Take literally what you're not, nobody what you're owns anything get. anymore. Right. You know, in, in in a weird way, it's not even really it's not even good or bad. It's just irrelevant. You know, right. like traditional ideas of ownership aren't going to apply. No. Things belong to whoever has the power power to hold on to them. Which brings us to number 10, you shall not covet. <laughs> Dude, covet. Well, well, coveting honestly has a lot in common with gluttony, right? 
Okay. Because you want, you know, you want to covet the things that you can have, but you don't want to covet the things that you can't have. Right. You know, you want to covet oil. You want to covet gold. You want to covet food. You right. don't want to covet uh, happiness. You right. don't want to covet peace. You don't want right. to covet comfortability. Desire is a contract you make with yourself that you won't be happy until you get something. Uh, and I think that that's something to keep in mind. Coveting thy neighbor's goods is a contract you make with yourself that you won't be happy until you have something. Blast this fucking okay. question right Someone out of random. Little penises. Yeah. What? What? What did you say? I didn't say anything. What, you, what did you just say? I didn't say anything. I'm pretty sure I, I heard you say, say a goddamn about penises. word, you fucking shithead. And as the straight man. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Chris and Will. Since I was a little girl, I've always liked the idea of becoming a vampire. In the world to come, do I get any chances of fulfilling my childhood dream? And if so, how could I increase said chances? Thanks and have a nice day. Sophie. It is entirely dependent on how gross your blood is. Right. You know, there's yeah. this assumption that mm -hmm. you can just walk into like a seedy Louisiana bar, mm -hmm. you know, go into like the secret basement room yep. and just expose your neck and be like, fucking come get it, boys. Right. Here's the thing. They're already used to that. Right. These fucking vampires can't walk down the goddamn street without someone being like, oh, 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 daddy. Thank you. You know, this fucking, like, fucking uh, fetishizing them. Twilight ruined it. it. True Blood ruined it. Fucking goths ruined it. Everybody's constantly, oh, bite me. Oh, make me immortal. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I love what we do in the shadows. Ah. And, he, and you know what's fucked up about that? What? Is that it's all about you. Right. You're not You're not offering the vampire anything. Right. You know, what is, the, what is the fucking vampire getting out of this deal? You think that every vampire is constantly just going to be like, oh, I just need any blood. Right. Yeah. No. no. Look, if you want to know how to approach a vampire, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the trick is like one, not, uh, don't, don't like approach them at work. Right. If there's like a if there's like a really cute vampire working at like at the bar you're at, you know, it's not appropriate for you to be like, you know, they, you hear, it all day. they hear it all day, and it's their job to be nice to you, right? Right. So you can't be doing that. There. They're just they're they're just making a living, right? And don't so, be weird. So you don't be don't be fucking weird. You know, I think I, so. What happens is you want you know you want to walk into that bar and you want to look around. Which of those vampires are putting out like kind of a fun and flirty energy? You know, right. You know, try to get a sense for like who, which of these vampires would actually be open to the deal. Right. And make sure you are somebody who a vampire would want to drink. That's true. Because frankly, most people, as you were saying, Chris, blood's kind of gross. Mm. You ever taste some of your own blood? It tastes. Because you get a cut yeah, on your finger, like, you suck it or whatever. It doesn't taste good, does no, it? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's because of something that's wrong with you. Right. <laughs> Vampires right, drink okay. blood because blood actually is really good. Usually blood is delicious. <laughs> Just mine but is disgusting. Yours is gross. No, Mine's gross too. And most of you listeners probably have icky, yucky, gross, gross blood. Right. Most people's blood is just fucking full of McDonald's grease. Right. You know? Bacon fat. Mm. What, what, uh, what, spit. What, what a vampire wants is a fucking person who is just like raised in like a pasture, just mm -hmm. eating fresh grass. And a free you range know, human. A free range human being. Who's been grazing on all fours for right. their whole lives. Yeah. <laughs> so like some, <laughs> some vampires will settle for a cow. Because at least it's been, if it's a free range cow. It's, it has all that. It's, it's grass right. fed, you yeah. know? They know where the they know what the blood where the blood came from. And right. They know it's good. Right. You know, it's so, from a reputable source. Here's part of the answer: veganism. Mm. You want to taste good to a vampire? Try eating a bunch of pineapple. 
Ooh. I've heard that does a trick too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, lay off the meats <coughs> and the heavy proteins. Now here here now before we go to, too far down this track, mm-hmm. I do want to issue a couple of warnings here. Okay. Here's the th- and that's the thing you mentioned earlier is like stuff like Twilight, True Blood. These really kind of obscured the common perception of a vampire. Yeah. You know? Quite a lot. The thing is that, like, they're, they're not these traditionally sexy things that you're thinking of. No. No. It's, 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 you look at a classic vampire, there's just like a fucking weird, shriveled up, fucked up bat thing. Yeah. You know, you want to be that? Dude, you it, might. I'm not saying you shouldn't want that, but you want to know what you're getting into. You're not going to like, look, you're you're not going to, if you're, if, if ultimately what you really want, as most people who would like to be vampires do, if, if what you really want is just to be hot, yeah. this is not the solution. We're not going to be Edward Cullen, uh, dude, because um, uh, a vampire is a demon that can't die. Right. Not it's a, hot. It's a fucking bat thing. Right. The reason that Dracula is hot is because when he was alive, he was like, he was so hot it didn't make sense. Right. He was literally the hottest person that you could ever conceive of being. And the Dracula Dracula you see is the ugly version of that. Yeah. And he's, he's that's he's, the thing. He's the vampire a fine is, looking dude. He's a pretty good looking guy, but that's the thing. The vampirism, the vampirism is not what made him hot. No. He was already hot. It got the, the vampirism way. hurt. Yeah, you it, know, it made him pasty. Oh, but all the vampire gave an intense widow's peak that seems a little over the top, right? <laughs> you, know? you know, he developed strange taste in clothing. Which actually, if you listen to Life in the World to Come, you may may already dress like a vampire day right. to day. But, <laughs> but he's he's very charming. You know, yeah. he's got like that kind of swagger. Right. And that's the thing. It's like you're thinking like, well, I've only ever seen hot vampires. Yeah, that's how fucking media works. Right. They're not going to cast an ugly vampire. No. You know, they want they want. They want they, butts they, and seats. They they know what sells, and what sells is a sexy vampire. Right, and that's like the fucking top point point oh one percent of what of what's out there. No, you know, yeah. you're just used to seeing celebrity vampires. Draculas are not gonna get you fucking sexy, and becoming a Dracula is not gonna make you more desirable to anyone other than somebody else who wants to be a Dracula for the same confused reason as you. Right. If you got to be sure you want this, because otherwise, there's no reason to go vegetarian. No, there's no, be a single especially reason. not in the world to come when most no, vegetables will try to kill you. And most plants are like have like incredibly complex inner lives. Yeah, yeah, and guns and guns. Yeah, right. And anger and they, problems. Most and... plants have incredibly complex inner lives that they're fucking dead set on defending. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's more dangerous than eating meat. Yeah, no, meat is gonna grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna meet, come, meat is gonna grow full cows are gonna be growing on trees <laughs> and they're just gonna be screaming kill me the whole time so it's much more ethical than eating plants the plants don't want to die the cows hate their existence you tell for them they want to, to be a cheeseburger in the world to come you're gonna they're be, like make me a cheeseburger <laughs> make me one make me into one <laughs> You know, they fully consenting. They're, just they're fully, fully consenting. They want it. It's in. It's honestly. It's 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 distressingly enthusiastic consent. And, and you might think to yourself, well, that sounds terrible. These poor animals must have such a miserable life to want to die. It's a fuck. It's an evolutionary response. They know it in their brains. So yeah. That they want you to eat them so that they you get the fucking cow seeds in your tummy. <laughs> then you poop it out. You grow a new cow tree, and that's how they reproduce. Yeah. So you know and. <laughs> how you spread the cow trees around You'll be which able is to... why these cows are fucking screaming at you to end their <laughs> lives you're gonna be able to go out picking meat 
You know, fucking picking meat. Picking wild meats. Yeah. You know, frolicking through a field with the mild, with the wild meats, tickling your <laughs> your calves and, you know, in, in your little toesies. Yeah, you know, like, you just, right now, you just, go out just and... Just fucking just running through the chicken bushes and the fucking... Just, you, you know, <laughs> the fucking... imagine yourself laying in a field of grass, mm-hmm. except the grass is meat. Yeah, meat it's, field. It's meat and it's alive and it's fucking screaming at you to kill it. <laughs> it fucking wants you to kill it so bad. I'm picturing just it's like so loud in these fields. I'm, I'm picturing terrifying things. <laughs> yeah, just it's the, not good. The it's... bloody sinews of of just flesh yeah. and it's just meat. enough of a chicken for you to a eat it and b know that it's alive and that it wants to die. Yeah, it like. <laughs> It only has the net. This is a chicken that only has the necessary parts, which is like the delicious fatty parts and the fart parts that can scream, kill me. <laughs> like that's, it is a pared down chicken. <laughs> like, bare essentials. Just picturing a flower with some indistinct mammalian face <laughs> out of, in the middle of it, begging for death. <laughs> yeah. Eat me. <laughs> so, like, don't become a vampire. No. Yeah, we said we we're going to blast through this one. We got pretty off topic. Well, because I think it's important be, to get into all of the nuances. Uh, there, there's a lot of, like, and the, we, want, we want to make it clear why it's unnecessary. Right. You know, so, like, you don't want to be a vampire. And if you don't want to be a vampire, you don't need to be a vegan. Why don't you need to be a vegan? Because the fucking meat's going to be grown on trees. And, and it wants be, you to do it. It's yeah. fucking begging you to do it. Also, if you, you want your <laughs> blood to taste better, eat some pineapple. Eat a little bit of pineapple. Yeah. You know, because maybe you do want to be a fucked up little bat freak. You yeah, know, because you want to crawl around on the ceiling and drink people yeah that might be nice for you you might be able to do that without becoming a bat freak first though so if you're just into crawling around on ceilings and drinking people maybe just do that yeah you know you don't need to be an immortal demon in order to do that you can do that right now right which i recommend honestly yeah just try it better than becoming a dracula try to climb onto your ceiling right now see what happens see if you can do it you'll feel better than if you're a dracula you're not going to make it the first time but you know practice makes perfect you'll get up there eventually if a ninja can do it you can do it eventually if you work Mm -hmm. hard enough yeah set your mind to it you can do anything that you believe in i think that's a really good note to edit on yeah i think (laughs) think it's a really but i think it's it's nice to add to close off on a positive note every now and then hey folks uh we believe in you we believe in you we want you to believe in yourselves and we love you. We respect you. We appreciate you. Your support means the world. Uh, except for you, Schlap. We're coming for you. Trip up one time. <laughs> See what the fuck happens. <laughs> we are so ready for you. And fucking the second that we've gathered all of our evidence, Schlap, the bomb is going to drop. The shoe will drop, Schlap. <laughs> and things are going to be over for you. Watch out, Schlap. Uh, you, uh, if you like to support us on Patreon, you can do that at uh, at uh, patreon.com slash life in the world to come. Um, and you can uh, buy our merch at uh, life in the world to come dot dot com. And uh, our intro and outro music is We Are the Hellhounds by the Taxpayers. Uh, and you then, can also submit your questions you to life in the world to come at the, gmail.com. No, I forgot one. You yeah. just submit your questions to life in the world to come at gmail.com or on our Discord server on the questions channel. Which you can find somewhere. You can probably figure that out. It's usually yeah. in the description. There's usually a link to it in the description of the podcast. Once in a blue moon, I'll stop in there and say something snarky. But right. I use an and, account that people don't recognize. Yeah, and then more usually. often than I would like, I'll pop in there and say, and I'll just get, like, I'll, I'll be uh, more intense than I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> to a person who said something that probably wasn't as much of a dig as I interpreted it as. Well, stay tuned for things. Goodbye. 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 Ad break. <laughs> and goodbye.